You are listening to The Athenium with Angel B. Jimenez. Welcome back, guys, to another great episode. This is episode 18 of The Athenium Podcast, and it's a sunny day out. Well, sunny with a bit of snow. The Athenium is feeling a bit chilly inside, but we're happy, we're good. And we got another amazing guest for this episode, guys. Um, We are on countdown now. And if you're wondering what that means, it literally means... What a countdown means. We have three episodes left until until it's over, guys. Until it's done. One, two, three. Uno, dos, tres. Alright? One, two, three. No. One, two. And then the season finale. Yep. And then we're done with season one, guys. We're, we're done. The Athenium, you know. Had a great course of interviewees um, this past year. And wow. That's how long we've been going. Ever since, what was it? May? Yeah, ever since May. So, nearly a whole year. Well, half a year, something like that. But it's been a good year. Yeah, and the Athenium sad. It's good interviewees as well. We've heard from so many different people, so many good and bad experiences, but that helps us grow for the better. Right, and um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired. I am. But every time I listen to one of these interviews, it's like, okay, yeah, they're right. No, you gotta buckle up and just keep charging that mountain, right? Like so many, all of our interviewees do, right? They they keep charging that mountain. They keep fighting for what they want, and, um, and that's how you succeed eventually, right? There's that tipping point in life, always, 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 always. Um, so with that said, guys... My morning's been pretty slow. I mean, it's been a bit hectic. There's so much going on. But like I said, it's always nice talking with the people here at the Athenium. Um, I feel like reading some of my books, too. That's always a good thing, isn't it? Reading. Reading and writing, both of them. Yeah. Definitely. Huh. Definitely always something good. Um, Aside from that, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always. Um, it truly, yeah, it shows that you guys are appreciating what we do. And leave a review, leave a rating. Those always help as well. And they help um, boost up our publicity. So, definitely do that. If there does happen to be a season two, which is still in the talks, but we're, we're coordinating ourselves with that, um, we will have a patron, hopefully, by season two. And a lot of things will be changing by season two as well. Like, a lot. Especially for the guests. But, I mean, you guys will see if we do have a season two. But, thank you, yeah, so much for tuning in. It's, yeah, it's always a good reassurance that you guys are out there. You guys are listening. And you guys enjoy. Simply, you guys just enjoy what we're doing here. Right, and talking with people and everything. Um, yeah. There's so much going out in the world right now, so much going on, and um, I think it's a nice escape knowing that you can just tune into the Athenian podcast and hear what people are talking about, right? There are, there are perspectives on life and kind of escape your life for a second, right? And kind of dwell into their lives and what their lives have been like, and um, hopefully that will inspire you to... Maybe not become a better person, just simply maybe even just do something 
good in your day to make it better, right? Be productive or something. Um, or call a longtime friend you haven't called or tell someone you love them or something like that, right? Something very simple. But that's what the Athenium, I hope, is for some of you. An escape. An escape into someone else's life that will eventually, hopefully, maybe inspire your life. Or your perspective or whatever. Right? So, as I said, thank you guys for tuning in. If you liked the episode, as always, leave a review and a rating at the end. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Breaker or CastBox. Follow us on Spotify. Follow me on Instagram. There's so many places you can... I think we're on Radio Republic, too. Um, I always confuse Radio Republic with uh, I Love I Heart Radio or something like that. Right? I always confuse those. But no, we're on Radio Republic. Um, Breaker, CastBox, something else, Cast or Cast Voice, something like that. I can't remember quite. Google Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts. We're on so many. But yeah, leave a review, guys. Leave a rating. Follow us. Subscribe. All that good stuff. And thank you. Simply thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you know, we appreciate, yeah, I mean, you guys are participants of the podcast, believe it or not. You guys are the audience, right? Probably the other half of what we need to have a podcast. The first half is me and the guests and probably the equipment, but the other half is you guys. So thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in. And as I said, we have a great interviewee today, great guest, um, yeah, really, really excited to hear from him. Really excited to see what he has to say and all that good stuff. But yes, with that said, guys, thank you so much. And as always, welcome to the Athenium with Angel B. Jimenez. pretty well i'm glad to hear that thank you for joining yourself on the podcast good good yeah good morning cool yeah i've got uh i've got a, a mic here too that i can uh record separately and uh just send you the recording file you don't need to record i'm recording everything right here with my mics okay well i just wasn't sure this mic this mic is only plugged into my zoom recorder and into my computer and so i just wasn't sure if the audio was good enough for you but if no, it's fine then it's i perfect. can uh yeah, cool. You're good. Thank you so much for joining me today. Well, then I'm just going to plug this. No problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. Plug this in so I can hear you a little bit. Sweet. Cool. Awesome. So, Nick, you're a professional kayaker, am I right? Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Um. Yeah. So, I when I was young, I just kind of thought was probably what most think of it as these like long pointy boats um that float down river and stuff like that but when i was young um friend got into kayaking through his uh parents kayak school and he was like hey dude you want to come give it a shot and so i was like okay sure yeah it sounds cool uh, once i got there i realized there's this whole like freestyle aspect and water the sport was totally different than what I thought um and I immediately with the sport and that was like 15 years ago or or 18 years ago something like that and I pretty much just haven't left the the sport 
since just because I was, you know, addicted to the joy of it, the, the thrill-seeking, the ability to um, be engulfed in nature, and yeah, just a really cool environment. Yeah, definitely. What kind of bodies of waters are your favorites to kayak in? Like, are they rivers? Are they open ocean? Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely rivers that I mainly paddle in. I, I've, I've paddled in the ocean uh, and I've paddled in lakes and stuff like that. Uh, the majority, by a long shot, of what I do is uh, in the river, right. in, um, in, in whitewater, and whether it's you know small, narrow creeks and waterfalls or big volume um, rivers with, with big waves and stuff like that, right. I kind of do a little bit of everything. Right, of course. Do you think it's the adrenaline that calls out to you? That's why it's rivers? Or is it something else? Uh, rivers just, I mean, the adrenaline is always fun, but um, there's just something about being on a river where you're you're fully surrounded by nature. You're engulfed sometimes in these like walled-in canyons. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a, it's a deeper connection with, with the outdoors um, being that, you know, you're much more secluded usually out in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just, it's just a fun environment uh, to be in. And, and there's always that thrill of, you know, the, the in white water and waterfall. Yeah, for sure. Do you teach other people how to kayak in like rivers and such? I do, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I've, I've taught uh, up on the Ottawa kayaks or up on the Ottawa River, uh, Ottawa Kayak School is where I learned how to kayak. And, okay. and I kind of go up there and I help at times uh, with this youth program called the Keener Program. Um, and, but I've, I've taught various places kind of throughout, throughout North America, I guess. Um, but usually it's, I do less teaching now um, and just more other stuff, I guess, uh, whether it's like events or media stuff or whatever. But I still do teach a little bit just because I, I enjoy back and helping other people um, and sharing my love for the outdoors and love for the sport with other people as well. Right, for sure. And were there ever any other sports that you were super interested in, maybe in your childhood? Yeah, when I was when I was a kid, I was pretty in, um, in a lot of different sports. Um, did hockey, baseball, soccer, rugby, a lot of the like traditional kind of team sports. I also was, was pretty into skiing and snowboarding and a little bit skateboarding. And, um, and so a lot of that when I was younger and I, I think, um, all of that kind of, I don't know, molded me into this development of, of just enjoying sports and activities but also kind of like preferring more um solo sports and stuff like that and then when i found kayaking it was just like perfect fit yeah. for me um and then since then I've, I've you know gravitated towards a lot of the outdoor sports so whether it's climbing yeah. um kayaking you know anything in the outdoors really right do you like climbing yeah, climbing super fun. I wouldn't say I'm like, you know, super good at it. Yeah. I regularly try to like climb with my arms too much. Um, instead, just instead of using my feet to kind of like walk up the wall. But mm-hmm. uh, but it's still super fun, and I, I love doing it. Yeah. For sure. It's good. Uh, it's a great. Yeah, it is definitely. Um, and you have a podcast of of your own. Am I right? 
That's correct. Yeah, I've got I've got a show called The Art of Awesome. Okay. And um, we we bring in all sorts of different guests, uh, whether they're athletes, entrepreneurs, uh, health and fitness individuals, doctors, NASA scientists was was one that we had for, uh, recently. Wow. Uh, but really, just kind of the the whole idea behind the podcast is uh, to look for the secret sauce to success in in all different aspects and and avenues. Um, and yeah, it's just a really fun uh, way for me to share and give back and to learn as well. So definitely been really enjoying it. Most definitely. And what do you think inspired you to start a podcast in the first place? Yeah, for me, um, I've, I've always kind of been um, into giving back, whether it's, whether it's, um, you know, finally where like one year I donated all of my prize money. Um, I started a, a coffee company a couple of years back and we were doing 10% of, of all of our income. Wow. Um, and, and so for me to give back to just a various different things that are to me. Um, and I've, this year in particular, um, I was trying to figure out a way that I could help give back that wasn't just um, you know, me writing a check. It wasn't always just finance. Mm-hmm. And so something that I came up with for me to help just share information and give back and grow with, uh, with the community. And, um, I kind of came up with this idea with the podcast mm-hmm. and just dove head first and yeah, it's been super fun. Exactly. Do you think giving back information, like you said, is better than giving back a check? Um, I mean, I think each have their place for sure. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of foundations and stuff like that out there that, that simply need donate to, uh, keep running and, and help facilitate whatever it is that they're, um, giving back towards. But I, I also feel like information is something that can be shared, uh, as well, especially just with this, um, you know, environment that we live in right now with the internet and podcast and video. There's so much, um, so many ways to help share and grow the community as a whole and collective as a whole. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of, kind of just collaborated some ideas together and decided to, uh, to create this podcast. For sure. Definitely. Now, did you, as a kid, did you ever think you were going to be starting a podcast or being a professional kayaker? Or did you have any other aspirations? I mean, as a kid, I definitely, yeah, as, as a kid, um, a podcast wasn't even a thing that didn't, or yeah. at least I wasn't even really sure. aware of it. So, I mean, that wasn't on my radar. Um, but I did do like when I was super young, I did some like public speaking and different like speech events stuff like right. that. Um, and I always kind of wanted to be a professional athlete in something. Like every time I'd pick up a different sport, like my uh, my idea was like, oh, I'm gonna be like the best in the world at this. I'm gonna right. be like a professional tennis player. When I didn't know how to play tennis, I just like picked up a tennis racket. And I'm this looks cool, and then I you know play hockey. And I'm like, oh, I want to a professional hockey player and all this stuff and so i always kind of had that idea as a kid but i think a lot of kids kind of probably have that idea and mm-hmm. i was just lucky that i eventually found the sport that i i fully fell in love with and um and i was able to kind of run with it of course 
Right. Do you think it's a good thing to have those kinds of aspirations? Like, I'm going to be the best in the world at this or whatever I do. Oh, I mean, I think as a kid, I think it's very important to have aspirations. I mean, even if they're realistic, I mean, almost better to have unrealistic aspirations as a kid because I believe everybody's potential is, is limitless. And so if you've got, you know, big goals, then you're likely to at least try to achieve them. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same point, you need to know that with big goals or with any goals, really, that there's going to be a hard work. Um, and so there's, there's that balance between like taking small steps to, to achieve your goals, uh, but also having goals, um, to aim towards as well. So I think for any kid out there, for sure, go ahead and, and have the biggest goals and aspirations that you can have. Uh, whether it's you know to be a professional athlete or to be a podcast host or or you know be the president or whatever it is that you want to be, I mean everybody I think should have have dreams for something. Definitely, yeah. So, as a kayaker, you must travel a lot, right? Have you ever traveled to the United States to kayak professionally? Yeah, so I actually live uh, here in the United States, oh, Tennessee. Um, okay. I've been here for, yeah, just over 12 years, I think. Um, wow. And and I, I've been super fortunate. I've been um, lucky enough to, to travel, mm-hmm. to travel all sorts of different places. Right. It's it's been uh, it's been a good ride so far. Yeah. What's been your favorite places in the United States to kayak? Oh gosh, there's so many. Um, I mean, California is really cool just because yeah. you get to go out into the middle of nowhere and there's just these huge granite, um, I mean, mountains and, and really cool rivers with awesome waterfalls and slides and stuff like that. Um, you know, Idaho also just super scenic, kind of very wilderness. Um, Montana, uh, Colorado's got a ton of fun stuff as well, and we do a lot of different um, competitions and events in Colorado as well. So there's a little bit of something everywhere. I mean, around here in the southeast too, there's a lot of amazing waterfalls. Um, it's just more rain dependent. Uh, I mean, any anywhere in the U.S., there's there's going to be something. All you really need is some water and some gradient, and you've got the king. Yeah, of course. And do you like that traveling aspect of going to different places to just kayak and just have fun, do what you like? Yeah, I mean, most definitely. I think, um, I mean, I don't know, maybe not everybody would love to travel, but um, I I certainly do love traveling. And and I'm, again, fortunate enough to be able to travel. So we've got a truck and trailer um, and we're able to go on tour and, and just kind of travel around North America for six to 10 months out of the year, wow. um, going to different and coaching and all sorts of cool stuff. So yeah, uh, traveling is a big part of our life and something that I, I just love to do. Yeah. And you're a family man, am I right? Do you take your family on those trips? Yeah, so they they come with us, and and that's um, the beauty of having like an RV okay. is that that we can just kind of road for an extended period of time, and right. uh, we we homeschool our kids. My son's seven, and my daughter's four, and so yeah, it's super fun, and and be able to travel to the extent that I do if I wasn't 
bringing my family because I'd, I'd just get homesick. Mm-hmm. I'd miss them too much. Um, right. But bringing them with me, um, I can go pretty much wherever I want. And mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's it's really cool. And I, I love to be able to share all of that with them as well. So, yeah, a lot of fun. Right. That homeschooling aspect, is it hard to juggle? Or do you think it's actually much easier than just sending them to school? I mean, gosh, uh, it's, it would probably be easier to just send them to school, in all honesty. Um, yeah. But but it wouldn't really work with our life, the fact that we travel a fair mm-hmm. amount. And, and then also, by homeschooling, we get to kind of watch uh, more of the things that are important to us and, and yeah. kind of deals that, that we believe as well. Um, and and it's also, yeah, it's, it's a pretty efficient way of teaching kids too. I mean, we're probably able to knock out school in, in a couple hours versus like a whole day that um, most kids would be at school. And so that enables, you know, more time to spend with the children and, mm-hmm. and go play outside and just, yeah, all sorts of cool stuff. Most definitely, yeah. Right. And Nick, you have a lot of awards, right? Being a kayaker. I know you're a freestyle kayak world champion, am I right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Tell me more about your, those awards. Yeah. Do, do they do they give you some kind of pride maybe? Do you feel proud of it? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I'm definitely proud of, uh, of my achievements. Um, but at the same point, uh, it's almost like climbing a mountain. Like once you get to the top, you're like, it's, it's been this journey and then you get there. Um, and there's, there's always another mountain on the other side. You know what I mean? Like there's always something else to do. So no matter what, um, I've already achieved, I'm constantly looking at, at the next goal and how to do more and how to, to, you know, achieve more as well. Mm -hmm. What do you think have been the hardest mountains for you to climb? Oh gosh, um, hardest mountains for me to climb. I guess, uh, fully believing that I could do it. I mean, back when I was a kid, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of did believe the whole time, but there was a lot of people that said like, oh, you can't really do it. Um, and so just having that belief that, you know, I could do it, uh, that I could, you know, create a career out of kayaking, which at the time very few people had that, that I could travel the world with my, with my family. Um, when most people said you that and all this different types of stuff. So, um, yeah, just, just being able to probably like the, the inner demons of the mind and, and like the, the self-talk or, or disbelief, um, of others or anything like that. But, but I mean, there's, you know, accomplishments that I've been proud of as well that were besides that, that were more, you know, athletic in the sense of doing different first descents and stuff like that too. But uh, probably the biggest one that, that I regularly have to, you know, the biggest mountain that I regularly have to climb would be that kind of uh, belief and, and neg- self-talk or negative talk from others. Right, of course. And during your career in kayaking have there ever been any accidents that you just they're just kind of lodged in your brain like i remember when that happened <laughs> uh, yeah i mean there's definitely been there's been a couple for sure yeah um uh, i've had a calls and uh, i'm definitely stoked to have been able to walk away from them but it for every accident that happens or every close call um or it just 
is a reminder and a learning lesson for me um, that I can be at making decisions, that I could be smarter and and maybe more prepared for different things. So um, I, I regularly try my to tell myself that I don't like win or lose. I win or learn, and uh, <laughs> I've had plenty of mistakes to learn from. Yeah, for sure. And you don't ever think about getting out of the kayaking business, or do you just think about staying there? And like until you retire, the day you die. Uh, I mean, uh, I I, I want to stay kayaking as long as I can for sure. I love kayaking. Um, what what that means, like professionally, who knows? Um, and we'll kind of see just like what happens, I guess. But I'm gonna just keep kayaking again because I just I love it so much. But I'm gonna also continue, you know, travel family and and just yeah doing all sorts of different stuff so life's pretty good and i can't complain right now right and so you guys said you were like out almost half the year right on your travels and with your family does that mean most of the time you guys are moving and you guys don't settle down in one place yeah no so we've got we've got a house um here in tennessee Mm -hmm. that that I mean, actually, for for 2020, we spent a lot of time because because of right. the lockdowns and yeah. everything was shut down. Um, most of the year, we're definitely in our RV and our truck and trailer traveling around, um, and so usually we kind of just come home uh, for the winter months, uh, mm. kind of around Thanksgiving through maybe March, uh, early March. Mm, okay. And the the rest of it, we're really just like traveling and, and pretty much every week we're in a different spot. Um, and to me, that's just really fun. I love the idea of of kind of going wherever I want and just being able to be free to roam. Like if right. if the better or the, the rivers are better somewhere else, like let's go over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's pretty cool to just have that free to just travel and go wherever you want. Right, of course. And with all that traveling, have there been any states you haven't gone to? Um, I'm sh- I'm sure there's a couple in there. I I can't think of any off the top of my head. I'd have to like I haven't spent a whole lot of time in like North or South Dakota. Okay. Um, and uh, a lot of I mean I travel through a lot of doesn't necessarily mean that I'm always like sure. hanging out there for for long periods right. of time. But I've probably most actually I haven't been to Alaska yet. I haven't been to Alaska, okay. and I'd love to go at some point. Yeah. So, yeah, most definitely. And do you have any aspirations right now for the future, whether it's with your kayaking or with your family or maybe some other sport or something like that? Oh yeah, I've got aspirations and goals. Um, my hardest part is trying to like narrow them down and focus on which ones I want to check right. off first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're right now we're actually, we're working on, um, a family travel adventure TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been, I've been kind of dabbling into some real estate and like short term mm-hmm. rentals with Airbnb and stuff like that. Um, and still just like focused on competing and kayaking. Uh, there's that, the upcoming world championships and yeah there's all sorts of goals and aspirations that i still have for sure um and yeah i mean i i'm sure there's there's a lot more if i was to go over and and uh you know check us but i I, sometimes i just have 
button and I've got to like focus down on one and then, you know, check that one off the list and then go to the next. Right. And for those championships, do you have to train in some way to get ready to participate? Yeah, most, most definitely. I mean, it, you definitely have to train one to be competitive mm -hmm. uh, because it's the best of the best yeah. uh, in the world. And then two, you actually have to, uh, you have to compete and make your national team to be able to even go to the world championships. So mm -hmm. uh, there's definitely some training involved. Right. And outside of North America, what's been your favorite place to kayak in? Um, I've enjoyed a lot of different places. Uh, Mexico has been super fun. Um, the Zambezi uh, in between Zambia and uh, Zimbabwe yeah. over in Africa wow. is another one of my favorite. Uh, the Ottawa River up in Canada mm -hmm. is still, you know, one of my spots. But there's there's a lot of different places. I mean, all over. I could. It, it would be hard to to really narrow it down. But those those three are probably still some of my top favorites. Right. Of course. And what would you say to someone who has aspirations of becoming a kayaker? Do you think it'd be hard, or do you think it just takes a certain amount of persistence to get there? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess anything in life can be viewed as hard or easy. Um, and so it just depends on how much you want it. And if anybody wants to become a, a kayaker, then definitely just go give it a shot. And if you want to become a professional kayaker, I highly, you know, encourage anybody to go for it. Whatever their dreams are, it doesn't have to be kayaking. It could be whatever it is that they want to do. I, I would encourage anybody to to just go for and and just at least try. Even if you fail, try whatever it is that in life, whatever your dreams and goals are. Um, if kayaking is your goal and and you've never you know kayaked before in your life, I I encourage people to go check out like a kayak school, uh, learn from a from a coach and and it's probably going to be the the quickest and easiest way to kind of get into the sport mm -hmm. but regardless what your goal is i definitely encourage people to just go for it right now kayaking is a very unique sport compared to all the others um do you think there's a certain tricky angle that you have to know of to learn how to kayak or is it more like once you get the hang of it you got it um Yes and no. Uh, I, I think I think once you get the hang of it, you probably you know you understand that the most part of it, and and you kind of like figure it. But like most things, that there's always there's always a learning curve to anything, and you know it's it's not like it's not like climbing a mountain where there is like oh you you've now the best, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I've got nothing left to learn. It's like everything in life where there's always more to learn. There's always more obstacles, whether it's like, you know, running harder rapids or, or bigger waterfalls or doing new freestyle tricks or whatever it is, there, there's always another level. So um, I think anybody needs to be prepared that it's gonna be, you know, continuously learning, but, but I kind of feel like that's how it is for most things in life anyway. Most definitely. Well. Thank you so much, Nick, for being on the podcast today, for giving me part of your time. I, I really appreciate it. Um, is there anywhere on social media that my audience can find you? Like any social media links, your website maybe? Yeah, um, 
social media or if your audience wants to connect with me on social media, uh, just hit on at Nick Troutman Kayak. That's N-I-C-K-T-R-U-T-M-A-N-K-A-Y-A-K. Uh, Nick Troutman Kayak on Instagram. Uh, send me a message on DM. I, I reply to all my messages. Uh, or check me out on my website, Nick Troutman Kayak. Um, or just come in and check me out on the podcast, The Art of Awesome, mm-hmm. as uh, we've got lots of information to share there. And just, uh, yeah, I would love to love to connect with any of you guys. All right, of course. Thank you so much, Nick. And is there any upcoming events that the, my audience can look forward to? Maybe a new episode for your podcast? How often do you publish? Yeah, we actually publish uh, twice a week. So um, I'm not sure when, when we'll air, but... I, I publish uh, every Monday and Friday. On Mondays, we do longer format uh, inter- with different guests from you know various different sports and, mm-hmm. and careers. Um, and, and then on Fridays, we do kind of that where it's more of like either uh, motivational, inspirational, or just kind of like a tip of the day. Mm-hmm. Right, of course. Well, thank you so much, Nick. I appreciated having you on here, and um, it truly was a blessing to pick your brain and hear what you had to say about kayak. Never had a guest like you before, professional athlete and kayaker. So thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. And there you have it, folks. That is the end to episode 18 with Nick Troutman. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. As I said at the beginning of the episode, leave a review, subscribe, follow us, leave a rating, all that all those platforms um, I, al- I also always forget to mention Anchor we're on Anchor if you guys have Anchor but not a lot of people do but, um, but yeah do all that good stuff if you like the episode I'm, I hope you guys like the episode and everything we talked about it was a it was a good episode a lot of good stuff that we talked about um, all these activities he participated in and his um, his global record and everything it's just outstanding so thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. I hope this episode maybe showed you a bit about persistence or just, you know, charging the mountain, as we said in the beginning, and just doing what you like, right? Nick does what he likes, and that's awesome. I think we should all be doing that, right? So, yeah, if you guys like the episode, leave a review, follow us, subscribe, follow me on Instagram. And this was episode 18. There are two episodes left officially. All right. And it's going to be it's going to be finishing quicker than you think. So keep an eye out, guys. Or keep an ear out, I should say, maybe. <laughs> Get it, pun intended. Anyways, other than that, guys, thank you so much. And this is the Athenium signing off. Lights out.